0: What's up, party people? Todd Tremonti here. Thanks for tuning in to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Weekly Podcast. We've got some bonus content for you today. I love that you're checking out our weekly real estate updates for the market here in Dallas-Fort Worth. But we love to get you some bonus interviews or educational content about the Dallas-Fort Worth area markets or things happening in the real estate world. So check out this bonus piece of content. Also check out all the other stuff we're doing over at toddtremonteteam.com where you can find videos and podcasts and blogs and home search and property valuation and all sorts of fun stuff over there. toddtremonteteam.com. Check out this bonus content and we'll be back with more very, very soon. So I swore among many other things that I would never, ever, ever build a house at all actually and then to be even more extreme and dramatic i swore i would never ever build a custom home okay yeah but i did
1: you did and i'm sorry. like glad. a big custom house
0: now, see now now look what you did uh i was- <laughs> think though that
1: when you make that decision like, I can see how you're like, okay, it's not going to be this extravagant situation. And it's not an extravagant situation, but when you're able to custom, oh, you're fine. able- It's a
0: very nice house.
1: To see the areas that you want to add.
0: And that's that's the thing. Like, I swore I would never do it because it's complex and there's a bazillion decisions and you can do all that and at the end still be like, oh, shoot, we didn't think through everything. We need to add. Right. We do not feel that way. It- we love not now we are freaking loving i'm just saying i was worried that if i did it you would get to the end and still be like Uh, shoot we didn't think about this we didn't we did all this craziness and all through all these decisions and chose every hinge and knob and window and door and paint color and floor and all that thing all the things with custom blank piece of paper love
1: everything you did
0: i'm telling you it's crazy the number one question everybody asks it is the first question almost everyone asks is like hey is there anything you wish you did differently and I'm telling you, without any exaggeration, no. There's not a single significant thing that I would do differently. You know, there's things that, like, are still not 100% final where you're like, hey, I think we should switch the hardware on that door. That's that's not a builder thing. That's like, we, you know, we changed our mind on something or we're still kind of fitting into things. But I know of many people who built crazy houses or nice houses or decent houses. And they're like, shoot, we just didn't think about the way the kitchen was going to flow into the living room. And I wish we had not done the Island or I wish we would have done more lights over there or that door should have been over there. We just, there are none of those. And there's a lot of reasons why I think we were more successful than most. And I'm, I'm happy to share those. But the reason I said for so many years, I'll never do it on the whole building thing. was just, You know, it never happens on time. It always takes forever. It's never quite what people want. It's great. You know, most people love their new homes. But to me, I was like, look, I like redesigning old. I like creating something out of something else. I like the cost effectiveness of it. I don't want to take, you know, two years to fight with the builder and redo things and do change orders and all that stuff. And we had almost none of that, and it was awesome. And I think we have now created the home and the property that we're not all the way there, but that I've dreamed of, and I don't think there would have been any other way.
1: Do you think it's because you meditated on it and dreamed of it for so long? I hear that when you live in the space and you really meditate on how you wanted to use your land and use the flow of the area, like the, the property, then you're more happy with the results versus coming in quick and hot.
0: So yes and no. And here's what I mean by that. We lived in another, in the house that was already on the property, right? So we bought this property in late 2014, did a massive remodel. I mean, I was standing on the flooring beams, looking down at the dirt and up at the sky. There was no bottom and there was no top. We, I mean, we, we should have torn it down at that point, but we weren't ready. We didn't know blah, blah, blah. So Massive, complete gut remodel, all new electric, all new plumbing, all new everything. We added on. We poured new slab. So we did that in late 2014. Moved in like March 2015, I think that's right. And then we lived there for I think those years are right. Basically eight or nine years. So as far as the lot is concerned, yeah, everything you just said. Yeah, I mean, we knew where the kids play and how we use that and what's in the back and what's in the front and. How wide and how long and, you know, how that felt, not just how it looked on paper. So that part, yes. But we never, ever, ever considered tearing that house down and building it, building new. Now, we had problems with that house, so I sort of mumbled under my breath many times, I should just tear this freaking thing down and start over. But we just thought it was so impractical, so not feasible, that I had not been envisioning a brand new house there at all until we sort of crossed the bridge of insanity and said the problems we have we're never going to solve until multiple contractors had straight up looked me in the eye and just like, look, dude, I know you're in this business, but you need to stop putting money in this house. Like, stop. I don't want to do that work for you. So then when we backed away and finally thought, oh my gosh, would, would we actually do this? And so then I started shopping around us. Well, what if we just sold it, bought a different place that did not already have a good enough house on it. And even then, financially it actually made more sense to do what we did because we already owned the land. It was free and clear, blah, blah, blah. And we loved the location and we loved a lot of what we had already done to the lot with the pool and courts and gardens and all that thing. So because of that, we did spend a year mentally living in this dream home that we sketched out and had an architect draw. but it wasn't 10 years of that. So, you know, it wasn't like we had already been in this house many times. In a lot of ways it was like, I'm more capable based on my experience as a real estate agent and broker to see what this house could become than what could become out of a blank piece of paper. Now, I'm st- I've got pretty good spatial awareness. I had pretty good feel for how the rooms would think. But every single room is something from nothing as opposed to like, OK, we bought this house. We're going to get the kitchen and the living and combine those and we're going to expand this bedroom. Every single inch of everything is brand new from brain to paper to reality. And that's what I swore we would never do because of just the massive uncertainty of it. But it's, we're, we're really glad we did. And I would tell you if you're listening and this is something you've dreamt of, I would probably have cautioned you excessively before. And you might be catching me at a moment right now where I might be excited for you excessively now. So let's just say safely in the middle, I think this is a real option for more people than they think it is. Now, if you listen to the podcast much or you listen to the radio show or watch our YouTube channel or you know us, you know we we primarily do two things as a real estate team. Number one is we help people buy and sell homes in the most desirable neighborhoods in DFW. And then number two, we help people buy homes with big backyards or on land, half acre, two, three, four, five acres in that general range. Now, if you're going the big backyard route, there are fewer and fewer lots to choose from. So this becomes more of a consideration. Am I buying a lot that I love and a house that I don't love? Or am I buying a lot that I love, but there's no house there yet? So should we tear a house down? Should we do a massive dramatic remodel? Or are we buying the lot first and then we'll figure the house out later? That's where I'm probably more inclined than ever in my 20 plus year career in real estate to say, look, I think you ought to consider a true custom build or rebuild and get the best of both worlds. Get the lot you're dreaming of plus the house you're dreaming of. And I believe with our approach and our model, I can help you do that cost effectively. I think you could actually come out of this thing with a lot that you can't believe you get to live on in a house you can't believe you get to live in all for about the same as if you had found it already existing which is almost impossible when you think about what you can do with custom so i'm not trying to overdo that but i used to be like that's not worth the drama and now i'm like man i think it's worth the drama and ours was not that dramatic Mm. you know we loved our builder you know i would say it was as close to a ideal situation as possible you're just you're never going to build a house with all the complexities and not have you know something crazy happen here or there we just we had very little of that communication was excellent well
1: the podcast that we have with your builder is one of our most popular podcasts yeah
0: i think it's because people dream of this right like it's we we don't have thousands of people a year that want to do this but um if you're one of the dozens that do, we need to talk. You know, you should reach out to us. But um, you can go to Team.com or whatever. The The point, though, is I think most people think like I do. Like, man, that just sounds like a lot. And I'm saying it is It is a lot. You have a lot of decisions to make. But you get to make all those decisions. What doors? What windows? What colors? What floors? What material? Where do you want to spend your budget and where do you want to save? We can do this for $10 or $1,000. And you literally have every choice in there. What do you want? And so you might say, I just don't care about that, but I really care about this. That's hard to navigate with a spec builder or with an existing home. And you can do that. You can build custom with still having quite a spectrum of cost effectiveness, right? You could be like, I'm spending it all on light fixtures. That's my thing. But I don't care about doors and I don't care about floors. Or, you know, all I care about in the world is the windows I get to look at. You know, great, let's go crazy on windows. You can truly do that. And so if your dream is a unique home, uh, a home right the way you want it, or if you're like me and you want it all, <laughs> you want the home the way you want it for you or your family or your lifestyle and an incredible lot. Man, reach out. Let us know. This isn't about being a commercial or a sales pitch, but reach out so we can help you see how actually feasible and achievable that actually is. And we don't build homes, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do that for you. But we can help you buy a home to be redone, or buy a home to be torn down and build one, or buy the land and and build one. We just so happen to have had the land for eight or nine years. And now we're back on it. And oh my gosh, I'm just so excited about the next 10 years Mm -hmm. in this home where we get to host and play and relax and all the things you get to do in your home. Plus the lot. And we don't feel like we've had to sacrifice much on either thing. Now, you know, there's a cost piece to this, but most people would associate the custom piece with just like, you know, astronomically more than going out and finding that. And what I'm saying is in the current Dallas-Fort Worth real estate market and in the Dallas-Fort Worth real estate market that we think will exist for the next three, four, five years at least, I think you might be really pleasantly surprised at how feasible this is. So reach out to us, tautremonteteam.com or wherever you're seeing or hearing this, click a link, fill out a form, comment, whatever, uh, and we'll chat with you. But um, we wanted to share that with you because it's just one of those things, not the only thing, Courtney, one of those things that I said I would never do, and I've done it, I'm so, so glad I did. And if that's something you might want to do or you've been quietly not admitting you wanted to do it because it just sounded crazy, but really you would love it, let us know. We'll see if we could pull
1: it off. It'll be fun. Okay, but hold on. So because it was custom, what did you get to do like specifically that I wouldn't get to do if I just bought a home?
0: Yeah. I mean, other than obvious things like, you know, if you go to a traditional builder, they might say, what countertops do you want? What colors do you want? Do you want the bonus room or not? Right. So, I mean, it's not like a normal build is not, you don't get some choice, but the short answer is everything because we could pick whatever we wanted. But some of the unique things that I probably wouldn't have done if I didn't have a builder that always builds custom, for example, uh, above our garages, we have these super cool semi-finished attic spaces. So the kids play in there and we store some things in there, but they're pretty large. They're, you know, above a two-car garage. The entirety of the space above a two-car garage is usable because my because the builder was like, hey, you're either going to have a really tall garage, at which point you could put a bunch of storage or hanging stuff in, or I could actually enclose that and like insulate it and semi-finish it. We don't have to make it interior square footage and do all of the things, but I could make it, open and useful for you for like less than a thousand bucks i was like wait what he's like yeah well i have to do something with it while we're building it for the very first time this is literally just like some more two by fours and plywood the labor is already here the framers are already doing all this if you were to come in and do that later yeah that would cost thousands and thousands of dollars but we can do whatever you want i mean this is like custom custom like dude just tell me what you want Economies of scale at that point were like $800 more. And now there's like this big space above a two car garage that is, we've, we've made it really cool by just putting a bunch of kids toys in there, you know, like workout equipment and dartboard and fun stuff like that. Um, that I just wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have asked and a builder wouldn't have offered because it's a standard, just do boom, 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 the same way every time. And if you bought an existing house and tried to redo it, you could. But that's a probably $15,000, $30,000 remodel to go move trusts and support beams and all that stuff. So that's one example. Another one is similar, actually. Um, I asked the builder at one point. I was like, hey, we'd like to have sort of this kind of space in a living room. Could we do something really weird and like maybe build almost like a loft platform where you could play on top of it and like watch TV and stuff underneath it. And he's like, man, honestly, that sounds weird. But right next to that, you have a big closet, but the roof is two stories up. So all that space above the closet is just wasted. You want me just to floor that in and you can use that. And it's not even really additional square footage and probably costs like, I don't know, 1500 bucks if you want to carpet it and stuff. And I was like, wait, what? Same thing. He's like, well, I've already built it. It's the top of something else. It's basically built out to be the bottom. I just had to put some walls in there, and you can put whatever flooring and paint and stuff you want, like 1,000, 1,500 bucks. I was like, yes, I want that. Absolutely. One more thing just that comes to mind is I told the builder beforehand, hey, I want some place that's like uh, safe for a storm. He's like, you know, we could bury something. We could bolt something in the garage, or I could probably just reinforce Pick whichever closet in the house you want that is not on a perimeter wall that, you know, doesn't have windows, blah, blah, blah. And we'll just reinforce it. I was like, okay, that one. And I show up one day and there's steel sheeting around it. There's an air vent in it for safety. The door opens a certain way and is bolted a certain way. And the shelving is built at a certain height so you could cram a bunch of people in there and sit on the floor and all that stuff. You know, a normal builder isn't going to do that, doesn't know how to do it, isn't willing to figure it out or would charge a fortune or you'd have to build a separate space so those are just a few of the ways that like because it was custom the builders like tell me what you want we'll figure it out or i've done that before or i can do that unbelievably efficiently or cost effectively but i didn't have any of those things dreamed up before he actually he asked or suggested or i mentioned he's like oh this is how we'll figure it out and again i wouldn't have said that years ago but doing it was awesome and i think more people should probably do that Thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully you're liking the bonus content that we're throwing out on the podcast. If you do, share it, like it, subscribe it, do all the things people do. Also, if there's anything else we can do for you or any of the resources we ever mention on the show, head over to toddtremonteteam.com, toddtremonteteam.com, to find all the goodies we talk about here on the podcast or the radio show or the YouTube channel or any other place. toddtremonteteam.com.